Spring podcast. I'm Pastor Laura Blevins, inviting you to enjoy this week's message from the First United Methodist Church of Excelsior Springs. Thank you for coming to the waters for uplifting music, rejuvenation, and inspiration. Thank you for coming to the spring. Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, I want to welcome you to the spring. My name is Ethan. I am one of the, uh, the worship leaders here. Uh, we're super excited to have you with us this morning. Uh, in your bulletin, you will see, uh, if you open it, a, uh, a little uh, connection uh, point on the, uh, the back, on the, the flap. So if you are, are new here or just uh, feel like, oh, I've not given them enough information so that they can reach out to me. I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, well, the good news is if you fill out that information and put it in the uh, offering as the offering comes around, uh, that'll help us stay in contact with you and let you know all the different things that we have going on here. Uh, so right now, I want to uh, invite you to stand as you're able, and uh, we're going to begin by singing some songs.
just to be with you. Thank you that we're able to come here this morning and just gather together and to sing and to rejoice and to remember to remember that, that we we don't have to come in and, and hold on to all of our hurts and all of our brokenness. And we don't have to continue to hold on to the ones that have left in this place, but that we can lay them down for the sake of So we are in our last Sunday today of our series of Leading Generously. And uh, when the offering plates come around um, after the message and after singing, you can put your commitment cards in. Um, there's some in the bulletin in case you forgot yours. This is a big help uh, to our finance team, um, to, the, to the church as we try to figure out and budget for next year. So we invite you to do that when that comes around. Um, the only person that's going to be looking at what you put on your commitment form is going to be our financial secretary, Pam Grubbs. Just so you know, so you know that people aren't sitting around looking at what uh, you've written down, but that's between you and her and God. So um, we are in our last video here today. We're sort of wrapping everything up. Um, Frank Donovan, as you may know, is trying to decide whether or not he's going to leave his um, very amazing job as CEO. And then Ray is trying to reconcile his relationship with his daughter. So let's watch this and learn how um, the Donovan family and Ray can lead generously. Yeah, turn to your right. Okay. Okay, perfect. Now just keep walking straight. Feel good? Uh-huh. Hey! <laughs> you are quite the navigator, Bobby. Why, thank you. <laughs> Hold on, Eddie. I'm coming. You know, if you show up late, I'm pretty sure they just give your award to whoever was next in line. You still feel good about it? Yeah, it's not Shakespeare. I'm not talking about the speech. Do you still feel good about the decision? I do. You? Yeah. <laughs> What's this? Shane gave that to me this morning. Did you tell him about it? Yeah, he jumped up and down and damn bumped me. <laughs> it's called discipline. Mm. If you're going to be mentoring these kids, I'm pretty sure you're going to have to learn the lingo. Mm, I see this is going to be fun for you. Oh, yeah. Go get dressed for the giveaway of your award. Thanks again, guys. I really appreciate the help. Absolutely. Hey, we've got to get the truck back, but we'll be back this afternoon to help you celebrate properly, right? Oh, looking forward to it. Frank and Cassie are coming out for the luncheon. Feel free to come anytime after that. I hear there may be a special guest or two joining us. Lord willing. Well, we'll see you then. 
that's why we are honored to have with us today this year's recipient of the Volunteer of the Year Award. Please join me in congratulating Frank Donovan. say thank you for this kind award. It would be more appropriate if my wife Cassie's name were on this award as well. And I want to thank her for her invaluable partnership in absolutely every decision and effort that underpins this moment. I don't know exactly what the criteria are by which you decide who deserves this award, but to bet that the money that we've given doesn't hurt. <laughs> Unfortunately, that may invalidate me from receiving this award next year. Earlier today, I submitted a letter of resignation to my board of directors in order to take a full-time position as the new director of at-risk mentoring program. So it doesn't look like we're going to have a lot of extra money in the coming years. <laughs> I'm actually pretty excited about that. You see, what I realized is that no matter how much money I gave, I always gave out of my excess. As long as I had everything I needed, well, I didn't mind sharing what I had left with others. And I got pretty good at it, actually. But what I've learned about true generosity is that it's about sharing your essence, not just your excess. For me, that means taking everything that I am, everything that I have worth sharing, and giving that away. I know some of you aren't very religious, but there's a Bible verse that I'd like to share with all of you because I think it has a lot to do with what volunteering is all about. It's sometimes called the Great Commandment. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind. And love your neighbor as yourself. Loving someone else like you love yourself is really, really hard. If we do it well at all, might be a benefit. We might share with them our essence. But can I do it with the kids here at South Street? A friend of mine likes to say that we are all like seeds. We have a promise inherent within all of us that given the right nourishment and care, we can grow into something beautiful and sacred. That is the essence of who we are. And helping others to realize that promise in themselves the most valuable thing that we can give them. I bought you something. I thought that you should be the one to give these to you. Hmm. Oh, Cassie. This is amazing. <laughs> Naomi. I'm so glad you could come. Come on in. Hey, Charlotte. 
you and Mr. Green died. Michelle. Charlotte into the kitchen and see if we can't find some cake. Okay. It's all the stuff I should have been there to teach you. So ahead and give you what you needed. All I ever needed was you. You uh, still need me. scripture today is from Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 11. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. That is the name of Jesus. Every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? Good and gracious God, as you have poured out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here, Lord, bless the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts to be acceptable in your sight. O oh Lord, our strength, our rock, and our redeemer. Amen. Well, before I get started, um, I want to share with you, um, there are a lot of people on Sunday morning that I rely upon uh, in order to, to get things going and to get things done. Um, obviously, the amazing band that we have. Aren't they fabulous? Um, yeah. And um, our, our tech booth, our sound guys, our slideshow guys. There's, there's one thing that I rely on really, really heavily um, that is not working today, and that is the clock that is in the back. 
And so if I look at my watch, I, I think it's super rude when people look at their watch when they're trying to talk to you, but that's the only way I'm gonna know what time it is. And you don't want me to go long, do you? Nope, okay, right, Al, you don't want me to go long. Yeah, <laughs> it's up to me? Wow, that's a lot of love that you have for me. Thank you, I appreciate that. Um, so today we're, we're sort of uh, bringing together everything that's happened over these last few weeks and what we learned um, and what it means to lead generously. And really um, the whole point of this series is to talk about not just um, putting things um, into ourselves to make ourselves better, but what is God calling us to do to help other people um, to build them up? So I want you to think in your life about who it is um, that maybe helped you um, to build you up. Maybe it's a parent or um, a friend, a teacher. A lot of times it's teachers um, or a mentor. I want you to think of that person. Do you guys, you guys all have somebody, don't you, that built you up in your life? Yeah? And um, those people, they did it not because they had to, but because that was part of who they are, right? And what God is calling us to do is to then turn into um, that person who then gives to others to build them up. In my life, it's, um, it's another pastor. It's actually my pastor. You all had the blessing of getting to meet him uh, when we baptized Noah. Um, his name is Harold Gold. Uh, Harold uh, has been my pastor for just a huge part of my life. He was at my home church where I was growing up. He helped to um, cultivate the call in my life and walked with me and then Jeremy every step of the way um, that on our journey that we've had. He married us. Uh, he baptized our babies. Uh, he's a huge part of our, of our life. But he still will call or send notes just to see how we're doing, right? You have people like that in your life that do those things for you, that care enough about you, that that um, help to shape and form who you are. You know, in the Bible, we get examples of this. Um, and, and I've said this to you before, but I'm going to uh, tell you again. So in our life, we are to have a Paul, a Barnabas, and a Timothy. Yes? So a Paul is somebody um, who would teach us, who would mentor us, who would guide us. And that's that person I asked you to think about just a few minutes ago. And you have that person in your head. Who was that Paul in your life? You guys have those names. And then the Barnabas, now that's pretty um, easy as well for many of us uh, because we have friends and Paul and Barnabas were friends and then they kind of got in an argument. Anyway, it's a whole thing, but they're friends. And you need that person that you're sort of on equal footing with, um, that you can walk with them in your journey through life, that they're not there to teach you, they're there just to be with you, right? through the good and the bad and all of that, that they walk with you in your journey. And then finally, a Timothy, and maybe um, to help you learn a little bit more about Timothy, you should read First and Second Timothy in the New Testament, because Timothy is someone that Paul is mentoring. And Timothy is somebody that Paul tries to build up and lift up and give as much information as he possibly can, wanting him to carry on for him when he dies. And so Timothy is that person who is being mentored. But in our lives, we also need to look 
for those Timothys. We have the Paul. We hopefully have the Barnabas, those people who walk alongside us. And then our job and, and what this whole series has been about is that we need um, to not give out of our excess of what we have, but to give who we are and to share that with other people. We have a community full of people who need you to be their Paul. You know, this past Friday, I had the opportunity um, to go down to the Good Samaritan Center uh, to the Community Connect event. And what was really cool um, is that a lot of people from our church were there um, that were volunteering, that were helping. Now, the Community Connect event, it started out, was it three years ago, as a way to reach out to the homeless here at Excelsior Springs. Did you all know that we have homeless here at Excelsior Springs? We've talked about it before. Uh, it may not be the typical, you know, that you see them on the streets sleeping at night, um, even though there is that as well. But the homeless also incorporates somebody who doesn't have um, a, a permanent residence, right? They're sleeping on somebody's couch, right? Um, in our school system, we have a lot of these kids that are, that are transient like this, that they're just one fight away from being kicked out and actually being on the street, right? And so this homeless, um, this homeless connect started three years ago, and we moved it into what we call now the community connect. And what that does um, is it brings together all these services into one place for one day, and families can come, and they can be there, and they can get the help that they need. There's the health department that's there with birth certificates trying to help people do that. Um, here's people who need food or need this, whatever it is, all these different organizations come out and do that. So on Friday, um, I had the opportunity and I took um, my children down to this and we got to volunteer. And I want to tell you a little bit about what happened while we were there. So being with my kids, we decided that one of our jobs was going to be when people come in, that we would sit down and my, my uh, two oldest, because nobody needed to bring Noah, because you all met him, right? my crazy two-year-old. So Noah went to daycare, and it was just my two big kids that were with me because they were out of school. Yes, you're supposed to laugh, right? Because Noah's crazy. Y'all met him? Okay. So Rachel and Joshua were sitting there at the table, and um, these families come in, and then we had coloring sheets and stuff like that, and we wanted the kids um, to come in and to color with us and, and hear some other kids to sort of hang out and make them feel normal. And... Um, there was one family that came through that um, the kids didn't have coats on and they were wearing these big, huge um, sweatshirts, you know, that must have been their parents, right? And um, they sat down to, to color with us and they were telling us how hungry they were because they hadn't had anything to eat for breakfast. And um, then Job Corps was there serving lunch. And so one person from our church, Samantha Kilgore, she went off and she made sure to get food for these kids. and. Um, after we left that day, it was you could just see the wheels sort of turning in Rachel's head. And she was just like, Mom, they were hungry. And, and they, didn't, they didn't have coats. And she just melted, right? She just melted. And she said, what should we do for these families? And I said, Rachel, you did it. You were there. You treated them like everybody else, you know? You did what you needed to do that day. 
and she did. She helped, and Joshua helped, and they colored, and they were there for each other. They didn't treat the kids any differently. And we have these opportunities all the time, especially I know teachers do, right, in the school district. Cause, and I, I don't know how they do it because I would cry every day. I would melt every day. I don't know how you all do it. But um, we have these kinds of opportunities all the time to share and to teach and to love and to be and to be that Christian that God is calling us to be. So Friday, I got to show my kids what it means to be a Christian. And we have these kinds of opportunities all the time. Our job is to not always just take, take, take. You know, um, and oftentimes in church people say, you know, well, it doesn't feed me. Have you heard that before? Not in this church, right? Because you all feel fed all the time, I'm sure. But you've heard that before where it says, it just doesn't feed me. And my answer and my response has always been, what are you doing to feed others? Not literally, but spiritually. We can give our excess of what we have, and that's fabulous. But God wants us to give who we are, just like Christ gave who he was to us, to teach us, to show us, to share with us. And so today, um, and I'm going to check my watch because this is normally when I would look at the clock. Today, we have the opportunity to share with the Timothys in our life. So I want you to think about who you can mentor, who you can share with. And this new program that we're doing here at the church where we're mentoring new families and we're mentoring the preschool families, when I call you and ask you to help with that, you're going to say, that wasn't very loud. You're going to say, yes, this is what God wants us to do, friends. This is who he wants us to be, to share who we are with others and build them up. The lesson that um, Rachel and Joshua learned on Friday is one that will change them and will be a part of their lives forever. You know? And we have that opportunity to share with our own families and with the Timothys in our lives. So today, I invite you, <clears throat> not only when the offering plate comes around to put your um, commitment card in there to help us with finances for the upcoming year, which we need desperately. We need you to tell us what you're going to do. But we also desperately want you to make that commitment to be the Paul in somebody's life and to find your Timothy. So hopefully you can do that today and throughout this series you have learned that giving of yourself means building up others as well. Will you pray with me? Good and gracious God, Lord, we thank you so much for all that you have given us this day. Help us, Lord, to be your people, to lift up others around us and to mentor and guide and to give of ourselves. We ask these things in your awesome name we pray. Amen. Can we all stand? I think we need to sing. You are our only, you 
enjoying this week's message? Please consider giving to our ministry and helping us continue the work of Jesus Christ by making a contribution. Go to esmethodist.com on your computer or smartphone and click on the Giving and Service tab.
service. Go forth from this place with the joy and the love of Jesus Christ in your heart. Um, we'll see you next Sunday. Thanks for coming. Thanks for worshiping. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast of The Spring. Tune in every Sunday evening for the next rejuvenating podcast of music and messages from the First United Methodist Church of Excelsior Springs. God bless you and have a great day.